Hi guys, you're now listening to episode 90 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest, Jessica George. Hi Jess, well I can I call you Jess, who is it Jessica? Yes, please call me Jess, yeah. <laughs> Jessica sounds like I'm in trouble. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Um, yeah, like it's an honour to speak to you. And also, congratulations on the book. That's Thank you. actually the first thing that I want to say. Tell us more about yourself before we get into it. Yeah, so I'm the author of Mamu, which is my debut novel. And Mamu follows 20-something-year-old Maddie Wright as she is navigating her life as a later bloomer, but also as a primary carer for her father suffering from Parkinson's disease. Before we talk more intimately about her name and her character, could you like just give a breakdown as to what inspired you to write this this book? Yeah, so the protagonist Maddie has a father suffering from Parkinson's disease and I lost my father to complications with Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease in 2020. So I started writing diary entries just to try and come to terms with the grief. Mm-hmm. And because I'd been writing for eight years, a couple of months after I found those diary entries again and, and thought about making it into a story. And that's how Maui started. Wow. Um, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, Thank that you, you went through that. And yeah, I have to say, like, I'm reading, I've just started, I started this reading this book last week. Let me just be frank, yeah? <laughs> like, I'm in the early stages of the book. And I have to say, like, the first few um, pages were like, I don't know, it was moving. Just reading, um, yeah, the state of Maddie's father in it and, yeah, yeah, how she interacts with him and the rest of her family members. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited to, like, discover more of her character. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I guess... With that being said, I'm going to launch into the question which I ask all of my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? I'm bringing Mame, which is which is the title of the debut novel. It's a term Maddie's mum uses for her. And Mame is often a, a term of endearment, like sweetheart or darling. But in Twi, which is a Ghanaian dialect, it means to be a mother or to be a woman. And mm-hmm. so my book is about how having that kind of nickname can, and the responsibilities that come with it can affect your adulthood. Did you have a process when it came to um, naming the character? So not with, not with Mame. Mame felt very natural. So Maddie, Maddie isn't, the protagonist's name is Maddie. Mm. Um, but being called Mame starts off as a term of endearment. So it, it was quite natural for that to be what she's most referred to. I think in, I don't want to speak for Ghanaian culture, but in my household, we're often called by nicknames rather than our, our actual names. That's why when I get called Jessica, I assume I'm in trouble because mm-hmm. it's just, I rarely hear it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think in different dialects, there are other meanings. I know I, I know of women who whose name is Mame, like birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Like my name is Jessica, their name is Mame. And, you know, t- terms of endearment, there's replacements for sweetheart or darling. But mm-hmm. for this book, I wanted to focus on it being a term to reference growing up quicker than than is preferred, I think. How do you think Mame or Maddie views her, would view her name? So, I mean, at the, at the beginning or when, rather when she was younger, she saw it as, as a compliment because 
to be referred to as the responsible one and the dependable one and the one like wiser beyond her years seemed like it was a compliment to her and she 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 loved it but it slowly grew to become an excuse I suppose in a way to give her responsibility and things to do that perhaps her older brother perhaps should be handling and things like that and so it turns into something she she doesn't love or appreciate but even by the end i don't know how many spoilers to give but by the end she's on a much better on much better terms with it because being the responsible one being mame allowed her to spend as much time as possible with her dad and i think that is a regret a lot of people have is that they didn't spend as much time with their loved ones as as they could have I know that for from what I've read so far as a character, she's definitely wrestling between caring for her father who's got Parkinson's disease and almost living her own life um, in a way. What made you, because it feels like that's like an amplified part of her story. And yeah. was that intentional? And yeah, can you just talk to me more about that? Yeah. So I, I was a bit of a, a later bloomer. I say later bloomer just because I don't think it's ever too late to bloom. And when I say later bloomer, I just mean doing things a lot later than some of her peers have done. And, you know, a lot of people older than Maddie have got in contact with me and said, oh, I, I did this later than Maddie even herself. So given that it was a coming of age story, I had to balance her role as a as a carer for her father and, and the, the daughter, the mammy of the family mm. with that point in everyone's life where you decide when to live your own life when a lot of us do it when we leave home um, which Maddie does a lot later I think a lot of us did it around university times or 21 or whatever she's doing it when she's close to 30 Uh, you know first relationships first real career first real job that she's actually interested in and so it it was always going to be a a balance of the two the, the responsible one but also the naive one they're kind of split in two mama is the responsible you know kind of intelligent well-respected one and then there's maddie who's very naive and unaware it's all about kind of figuring out how to exist with with both of those parts of her yeah no it's really interesting and there's many moments in the beginning where i'm like why can i relate to that so heavy <laughs> like it's, yeah it's too much when it came to naming the other characters in the book, how what was your process around that? So I actually, I have a thing where if I'm watching a film or a TV show, I look at the credits for names okay. that I like. Um, and I make note of them, like, regardless of whether I'm writing something at the time. So I actually have a list of, of names in my, in my notepad section in my phone. And I always create the character first before I name them. And then okay. once I've created them, I look at the names to see what makes most sense for that character. Okay. So are you a believer that names do in fact influence the character, like the characters of individuals? Yeah, I think so. I I like to look at the meaning of the names as well. And they, well, not with all the characters, but with a lot of them, I like to look at the the meaning of the names and that kind of makes sense for what, what personality they have. In terms of, you just mentioned that names, well, names are something that you think are significant to a character. Um, is that does that stem where does that stem from for you is that as a writer or just your upbringing yeah i think that's definitely as a writer i think the way i used to work because i've been writing for eight years trying to get published for eight years and i used to name characters first before Mm. 
I even thought them up. And then it was a long process where I learned that actually I need to know the characters before before I na- name them. Like I know there's not a, not every character I've named has a has a meaning behind their name, but I do I do think for me personally it helps when when drawing out who they are. And um, when it came to writing this story, I mean, of course, it's almost like a reflection of like a personal um, memoir and a personal event, an extremely significant event that's happened to you. But what was your um, process like um, from beginning to, I guess, releases in a couple of weeks? But yeah, what was the process yeah, been like? I guess, um, so the beginning was the diary entries and the the, the truest part of this novel is Matt, the protagonist's relationship with her father. I think that closely mm. echoes my relationship with my dad. And so it was only the the emotions and the process of grief that I was able to to reflect honestly. And so the rest was all fictional, fictionalizing it and and adding these characters and these scenes and these events to to make the book whole. Because by the time I'd finished the diary entries, there are about ten thousand words. Oh, wow. And now Mammy stands at 70,000. So the rest of that was just world building and, and, and character building. What is it like to, I mean, um, grief is something that I'm sure that um, loads of people, especially in the past few years, that have like been learning to like grapple with, especially with everything surrounding COVID and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But how do you, how have you found balancing, processing your grief and then, you know, you're launching your first book. Like, how do you, yeah, how, do, how have you been managing this process? Well, uh, I go to therapy. That's a, a, a main main part of it. I went to therapy for, for grieving my dad. And the writing process was actually very cathartic, I found, just because of how much I had to reread it and edit it. Mm-hmm. And so whilst I started off just trying to figure out how I was feeling, I felt like by the end I could, I could put names to the feelings mm-hmm. and then... Again, therapy is, is just the additional help. I guess going back to um, the character of Maddie, did you have any names that any other names that were contenders? No, I didn't. I it was it was literally just just Maddie Wright. Maddie's surname Wright is my best friend's surname, and okay. she she uh, lost her dad when we were both sixteen, and so this it felt like a nice way to to honor both of our dads. And so, yeah, Maddie Wright was was always the one. It it wasn't this book wasn't always called Mahomet though. It was actually called Maddie Wright's Mid Twenties, okay. and it was my agent who who was like, Mahomet means so much in this book. How do you feel about making that the title? And yeah, that's how it came about. When it comes to book names, do you feel like similarly they have like a similar significance as with characters and people? Yeah, I think so. I think it because. It's the first thing you read before you pick it up. And I and when my agent said, oh, how about Mammoth? I had this first thought, not a lot of people are going to know, a large majority of people are not going to know what that word means. Mm. They're going to look at the book and go, oh, I, d- I don't know. I don't know what that word means. I'm glad that in my head I didn't say, oh, that's 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 a good reason to not have it called Mammoth. Because I think Mammoth is like my favourite title of mm. any of the books I've written or any of the books that I've read. And I feel like I can say that because I didn't come up with the title. So it's not, it's not like egotistical of me because my agent came up with the title. In your view, why are these terms of endearment, like why are they 
do you think that why are they important your book speaks a lot to like family dynamics but yeah what do you think about these terms of endearment being yes i mean for for maddie's case it had its the name had its pros and cons i think it was just the idea of her being you know she's actually the baby in the family but it was the idea of her being so responsible that she was she was kind of the adult and because she was a, a carer, it's kind of that role reversal now where now she's the parent, she's looking after her her dad. And so it is that weight of expectation, of responsibility, but it's also, I think like I said earlier, that that blessing of what being the responsible one has has awarded her. No, I think in um so I'm Nigerian in Ibo culture. We have, I think a, a similar title is like Ada, which literally oh. means the firstborn daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So it's like, people be like, are you the Ada? And when they, you're like, oh, yeah. I see. Then they're like, oh, okay. They understand <laughs> the weight of expectation. <laughs> they understand the weight, the burdens that you have to carry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of well drew like similarities when I initially read the blurb, the synopsis of the book. Mm. It's just like it's quite similar to like. <laughs> yeah, when people read this, you've mentioned like not a lot of people know or have come across the term or name Mame. But what else do you want people um, to take away from reading this book? I think mainly the the grieving process and that there's no one right way to grieve. I think what I did when I lost my dad and what Maddie does is try to try to make the grieving process as simple as possible. She tries to, you know, go through the five stages and, and do it immediately. Mm. But what I learned and what Maddie learns is that the right way is kind of just your way. So whatever way feels right and acceptable at the time is, is a is a good way to grieve. I kind of wish someone had told me me that, but then maybe I wouldn't have written this book. So, How have your family responded to the book? Have they read it? And Yeah, so my mum loves that the title is a, a twee word. She absolutely, she's just, <laughs> that's her favourite bit about the book. <laughs> that the title is, she's like, oh wow, so people are going to be in the British shops just looking at this, this book and seeing the title and yeah, no, my mum's been very supportive. My brothers have been supportive. My baby brother is not allowed to read it because he's too young, in my opinion. Mm. But he probably will get a copy and then read it sometime. But they've, they've always been supportive of, of my writing. I've always been a nerd. I've always been a, a book lover. I you know, love to learn and all of those things. And so I don't think either of them are surprised. I think they had a lot more faith in me than, than I had in myself. And now that the book is, I guess, soon to be released, but by the time this episode... Um, comes out it would have been I guess about two months like how like how are you feeling if you could put a name to how you're feeling about the launch um, oh gosh oh, yeah. wow. I'm excited I'm really excited I it's I started writing this in 2020 so it's been a long time coming and it's just been like two and a half years of, of working on it and waiting for the release but I've just heard from so many people already because I looked on Goodreads the other day and it's already got a thousand like reviews because the proofs have gone out and the arcs have gone out and mm-hmm. people in the US and the UK are, are responding wonderfully to it and messaging me about it. And yeah, I can't wait for that to happen on, a, on a, an even larger scale. Mm, yeah, no, it's, I mean, so far, um, yes, yeah, highly relatable. Things. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, what that says about me, but yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one to say it, don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, 
I honestly like the first few pages I was just like why do I feel like I'm about to cry right now <laughs> honestly I was like yeah, yeah I feel like I just, yeah the topics you speak about are quite like sensitive and yeah. it's not something that I've seen in fiction spoken about often yeah I guess you're bringing light to the other side of Maddie's character is that she's caring for her father, her Ghanaian father so yeah I guess the No Shame in My Name podcast is about celebrating names, the meaning of names, the stories behind names. But other than um, this character, Mame, and I guess your own name, is there a name that you have a particular affinity to? And if so, why? Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. I, I have recently been thinking about my mother's maiden name, which was my grandfather's name. I lost him very early on. And that's Beidou. Names just have so much attachment to family. And so I've just, I've for some reason, just been thinking about whether I want to double bow on my name with, with, with my mother's maiden name. Because my surname, George, is from my dad. I think about just using a name as a way to, to remember my family members who are, who are no longer here. Um, I'm excited for where this book will take you and yeah Thank you. <laughs> I'm thankful that it's like giving you an opportunity to release and express and yeah. the grief that you've gone and are perhaps still going through um, yeah but yeah thank you so much for thank talking you for to me, me. <laughs> thank you for listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast until the next time bye forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods